Open up that crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dope Nostalgia. everyone episode 128 of dope nostalgia is here right now and i'm your host naomi we are welcoming the group sunscreen today classic 90s uh edm electronic music artist and their big hit was a song called love you more as we always do we play clips of their songs so you'll get to know them a little bit better and uh, that song love you more which you probably have heard Lucia and Paul are the amazing duo who joined me today to talk about all things sunscreen. Here's a little bit of background on the band. Wikipedia Moments. Sunscream are a techno house music band from Essex, England that scored a number of hits on the U.S. hot dance music club play chart throughout the 1990s and into the 21st century. Sunscream also has the rare reputation as a techno-based band that successfully performs concerts. Over a 10-year period, 12 of its singles made an entry into the UK singles chart. The nucleus of the group is lead vocalist, cellist, and keyboardist Lucia Holm and fellow keyboardist Paul Carnell. The group also at times included Darren Woodford, Rob Fricker, Sean Wright, Nick Slingsby, aka Bongo Ted, and DJ Dave Valentine. Sunscreen released a 12-inch promo of Love You More on the Sony Soho Square record label in 1991, a song that went on to spend two weeks at number one on the U.S. dance chart in March of 93. The group also had club hits in the U.K. with the singles Walk On and Pressure, before releasing its successful first album, O3, O Squared, on multiple labels in 1993. Other singles from Oath Squared included Perfect Motion and a cover of the Morarian faithful song Broken English. It was subsequently covered, usually in a bowdlerized form, omitting the climactic reference to rape and toning down other images in the lyrics by other artists including Paul Elstack, LMP, Roller Girl, and Steps. The band is known for having its songs remixed by a wide variety of dance music producers, including Left Field, Band of Gypsies, Carl Cox, Push, Rollo Armstrong from Faithless, Red Jerry, oh, and there's so many more. Armin Van Helden, that's a name I remember, among others. Ahead of its second album, the group released a variety of tracks under alternative names, including a selection of 12-inch singles referred to as the Anna series. This included the instrumental Angel Dub, which was credited to Anna Din, and was featured on many compilations such as Renaissance The Mix Collection by Sasha and John Digweed. These tracks were released independently, breaking the terms of their contract with Sony and leading to an increasingly strained relationship with the label. The group's second album was called Change or Die, and from it, the band released the singles When, which was a U.S. dance number one, Exodus, White Skies, Secrets, and Looking at You. That was a number one or number two on the U.S. dance chart. Despite all these singles, the album was not commercially released in major territories outside the U.K., and the band therefore negotiated its release from its Sony Music contract. Their next release was a mainly instrumental limited edition CD called New Dark Times, issued on the band's own Cali label, which combined new material with tracks from the Anna series and remixes from Change or Die. The band subsequently signed with UK dance label Pulse 8. Its next single, Catch, was from an album called Out of the Woods. 
But the label went bankrupt in 97 before its completion, along with some other challenges at the time. This meant that the album and the second single, Cover Me, were never released on the Pulsate label, though remixes of Cover Me by Trouser Enthusiasts appeared on compilations and an unfinished version of the album was leaked online. And since then, there have been a handful of releases and compilations, such as the Some Scream versus Push Please Save Me single, and a re-release of Perfect Motion with new re remixes by Star Chaser and Way Out West. In 2002, the group released 10 Mile Bank, which combined new and remixed material in the manner of New Dark Times, many of the tracks being club mixes of songs from the as-yet-unissued Out of the Woods. Lead singer Lucia Holm released a promo called Heaven, a cover of the psychedelic first song to radio stations in 2005, but it was never fully published as a solo work. The track is instead featured on Out of the Woods as a Sunscream work. In May 2015, Sunscream played at a series of local events to promote their album Sweet Life, which was released on iTunes. And in 2018, the band continued to perform live, and this built up out to Out of the Woods being finally released through the analogic label in November of 2018. Please welcome from Sunscream, Paul and Lucia. Thank you guys both for being here. Um, we're, yeah. we're based out of Canada. We're called Dope Nostalgia, and we're a podcast that focuses on what happened to artists' careers in the 90s originally and what they're doing now. So I would like to start by asking you, when you guys originally started, who were your musical heroes growing up? Uh... David Bowie, D Kate Bush. What about? Oh, so varied. <laughs> so, 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 so many. Um, yeah, growing up. Mm. Um, well, um, I, I, I can tell you that the, the, the perhaps the, um, the first single I bought, which was seven inch vinyl in those days, was by a uh, not very well known group called Mott the Hoople. Uh -huh. and, I, and I loved it because it had piano in it. Um, and it started with a, a, a sort of... Did, 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 did. It was a song called All the Way from Memphis, which is uh, sort of an old... Uh, you know, so this is uh, early 70s. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah, that, that, that's how it all started. It was, it was piano and keyboards for me, obviously, being a keyboard player. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, so once you started having your hits happen for, for the band, what opportunities did that provide for you at that time? Where did you get to go visit and tour? Oh, well, America and Canada. Oh, wow. That's a wonderful pussycat. <laughs> she wants to be what? part of every interview. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and what, what sort of cat is she? She looks. Oh, she's just a short haired domestic cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. It's very much cat people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Always, always have cats. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what sort of opportunities? Um, well, to tour, really. Um, first of all, we toured a lot around the UK. Um, and uh, although it's a small island, um, there were plenty of venues. There's a, there's a lot of different cities in, yeah. in the UK, and it was great because we we'd never been to a lot of them, mm. and we were particularly big in Scotland, strangely enough. Um, so much so that they thought we were Scottish. 
Really? <laughs> we won the Best Scottish Dance Band Award in uh, 93. <laughs> and we were coming to tour, we were coming over to Canada to tour with the Spiral Carpets and then go down to America. Uh, so they sent a film crew um, to, uh, to record our acceptance speech at the um well, the the record company, at the record yeah, company offices so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah and, and we thought they were joking but we went along anyway and then we we sat there and they set up the film cameras and said right roll off we go you know we said well thank you very much for the award we're really grateful and it's great to be here sorry we can't be with you and um as you might have gathered from our accents That's we're not actually scottish, scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yes. you know, the guy doing the interview, his jaw dropped, and, and yes. um, it was very—it was a real shame. When we got back from uh, from the other other side of the the, the pond, um, we found out they'd given the award to someone else, which was a shame. Oh, yeah. I was say, but you so we keep it. No, but we did get to see a lot of Scotland, and yes. I, I don't think I'd ever been to Scotland, so that was lovely. Yes. And we would, we and we also we toured the states and Canada. We 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 did uh, Toronto twice. Did we did really work with work out with yeah, Toronto twice? twice yeah, yeah. Saskatoon. Oh yeah, wow! So, oh, that was that was one of the best ever gigs. <laughs> Seriously, it's such yeah. a tiny, it's such a tiny yeah. city. I know it was what a wild place. The people there were great. They were just oh it was yeah, you know, one of the most memorable, yes. wasn't it? Um we stayed in a hotel that had a the the like, longest flume in water slide. Water slide. Uh, yeah. Yes, in, internal water slide in this hotel. Oh and oh wow. I wonder if you came to my city because it has a whole water park in the mall. Uh, and, oh, and, and where, wow, really? Whereabouts yeah. are you? I'm in Edmonton, so that's uh, that's a little further west, just a little yeah. further right. west. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we've been to Vancouver a couple of times. Um, Whistler. Whistler, we played in Gisler. Whistler. Beautiful, isn't it? Oh, wonderful, that was great. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was fantastic. We played there at Gay Ski Week. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. was just superb. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they said yeah. we're not going to. We, we we can't pay you a fortune. They said, but you can have a chalet and a hot tub for a week and ski passes. <laughs> yes, <everywhere. laughs> you get a good we're experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we've been we've been very lucky, and yes. um, it, it also some. Uh, sort of more unusual gigs in Eastern Europe, uh, which were great. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, yes. yeah, very fortunate. What's one of your most memorable performances? Ooh, there, there are many. Oh, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. We took about Eastern Europe. We played um, a Finnish um, festival oh, yeah. in, in Yoki, and it was, it was in midsummer. And the sun, sun did not go out down or at all, and uh, everyone kept on awake. It was like crazy. everyone was awake the whole time. The whole time was awake for days, <laughs> and they were. I think we can say that because you, perhaps you don't have many Finnish people watching this. <laughs> don't know. They were crazy. Don't tell them. But 
but they were crazy. They were just like, going step crazy. Yeah. The whole town was. I, uh, I don't think we can tell you some of the things they were up to. Yeah, it was clean fun, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we. Uh, I think the other British band was Ride. Yes, from the 90s, right. yes, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and, wow. Yeah. And another great, uh, we played a superb club in Prague for their, in Czechoslovakia for their anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we arrived there, um, we the, the two people who owned the club told us they were aliens. <laughs> what? And, <laughs> yeah. And... But we we started talking to the manager of the club. He was showing us dressing room, and, and we said, "Look, are they serious?" And he said, "Oh yes, absolutely." He said, "We we all have folders <laughs> explaining what we have to do should they suddenly disappear because they've been sent down from a mothership to cheer <laughs> everyone up, and at any moment they may get recalled." <laughs> and we've all been issued instructions. He said, "And they're deadly serious." Um, so then we came to do the gig and they had TV cameras there because it was their anniversary. And um, uh, uh, the cameras were rolling and they sent on two uh, very diminutive yes. uh, people in alien costumes oh, yes. who then like did this so. speech yes. uh, from the owners. And the speech was taped and they were passing the microphone between them. It was <laughs> very, very funny. It didn't funny. always work. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> but, but, but these people went... Well, absolutely serious yeah. and and it was very difficult to work out whether they were telling the truth or whether it was just a brilliant brilliant uh scam to if they believe make everyone aliens. happy <laughs> but like would you really believe you're an alien if you put on the costume that's crazy oh no they had that. someone else put on the yeah, costume yeah. i think and, and yeah. it was just so they were yeah they were kind of playing it as a joke but the, the, the club manager said we none of us are entirely sure whether they're serious or not <laughs> just roll with it <laughs> yeah. and it makes for a very interesting story to tell now <laughs> 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 so i was looking at your wikipedia now we don't know always what wikipedia is truthful or not right because anyone can edit it but yeah. um, it does say that um, you have a rare reputation to be a techno band that performs live. Apparently that doesn't happen a lot. So what is it that Sunscreen does differently live? Um, in the olden days, in the big bad olden days, in 1992, uh, we had a drummer and bassist and guitarist and DJ. And two dancers, of course, to keep the sort of dancing thing. But it was it was it was it was a, um, a mashup of of uh, techno dance and and a bit of rock put it in there as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's a bit confusing for the club club owners when we used to turn up and the, the guys used to do covers of Green Onions and things, you know. Yeah. Of, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, I suppose the big. No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think you're right. The, the, the big difference really is that we play, uh, we either play with drums or we play with drums and percussion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always done that. So I suppose that's 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 the main difference. Um, mm-hmm. And the shaman did that. Yeah. I think we've always done that. In fact, we... we when we were in a previous band, we did it in the 80s. So we know how to use the computers with the drummer. Yeah. 
Uh, and I guess that's the difference. But uh, in terms of the Wikipedia entry, I suppose, and I don't want to sound... Uh, I don't want to sound like we're saying, hey, we're going... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, sometimes we can be very good live, very good, and better than our records. I think I've... Uh, um, and most people who've seen us and seen a, really, a good performance would say, wow, you know, that's a step above your records. Mm. So, and, and that was why we had the initial success. Um, so I think that's possibly what they mean. It's um, a techno synth band who are, are quite good live. <laughs> mm. I'm glad you said that because I think that's the most important way to catch the audience and, and, and gain your fandom is what yeah. kind of show yeah. you put on. More than anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's been so important to us, hasn't it? Yes. Yes, over, it has. Over the yeah. years. And we're still doing it. Yeah. We're still doing it. You yeah. know, advanced years. We're still yeah. doing it. I suppose the other way of looking at it is that uh, despite having all this wonderful recording equipment, you can't see it in here, but, uh, uh, and despite working in studios for years, we're not actually very good at recording records. And we're moderately. Oh, we're not, <laughs> not, come on, we're not bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay at doing it live. <laughs> is that where you are right located right now you're in the studio yes yeah yeah beautiful yeah it looks it looks very cozy there very nice yeah we, we can give you a panoramic yeah, i know sure. it won't work. yeah so uh there's the piano so we yeah yeah so there's uh we, we play can you see a piano yes yeah yes, yeah beautiful um, and then uh, sort of all the, the, the screen, oh. screens and that's the live set, by the way. Main equipment stuff is here. Oh, wow. And synthesizers over there. Yeah. Yeah. Had a great setup there. Oh, they've got. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is, have you noticed any differences between playing like uh, festivals in Europe as compared to other countries? In, whether it be the crowds or anything that's different because when i know a lot of people when they come from canada and they play a european festival they have such an amazing time that it's just mind-blowing it's a big memory for them yeah i think we pretend to be organized but we're not really and it can be very chaotic yeah. uh, and I, I don't know about the the ones in in Europe we did were quite organised, weren't they? Actually, yes, yes, mm. yeah. yes. Um, but yeah. other ones we've played here have been a bit, you know, that you don't know what you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> <When you don't... laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Glast Glastonbury. You know, you 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 get a, a sudden downpour of rain and and then lose a flood and everyone's tents are being washed away. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, perhaps that's the difference actually yeah. the weather <laughs> it's less predictable over here yeah. oh wow well you know that's it, the beauty of it i think is not knowing what's going to happen it makes it more exciting yeah yes. yeah um now we go to talking about things like music videos what was your favorite one to make mm, oh they all have big memories, don't they? they? Do. they all, yeah. um, the when the video for the song "When" has a lot of animals in there that that, that 
that um, the company got from uh, from from uh, a special sort of like uh, what, what what how would you describe it? Um, I, I suppose you have these companies that supply that animals, supply for, animals films. for films. Oh, right. so the time. Yes. So they're used to the, the, the animals, you know, they come with their own makeup artists. They're all good. <laughs> they're the snake yeah. and bats. And I had the pleasure of wheeling a pair of piglets in a shopping yes. trolley. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yeah. So we had great, yes, that was oh. great fun, that video. Mm. Uh, and they shot it uh, partly in someone's flat in London. Yeah. And he was leaving his flat. Um, so one of the scenes in the video is he said you can smash the flat up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so we did. So we had loads of animals everywhere, piglets in shopping trolleys, and we were smashing up someone's flat. I mean, you just can't go wrong with that. No. <laughs> you cannot. That's wild. <laughs> well, from all the uh, from the albums you've made, um, some of the deeper cuts on albums. What album track do you wish had been a single? Um, you can take your time on this one yes. yeah. <laughs> I, I can edit <laughs> yeah. I suppose it depends from what perspective on the first album there was a song called Chasing Dream Chasing My Dreams I was going to say that actually which a lot of people liked and the record company really liked but it never quite became a single. We never quite got the right mix and things moved on and it, it never quite happened. So that, that was a shame that didn't come to fruition. Yes. Uh, on the second album, second, Change Your Time. Second album, there was a few more sort of slightly odd things that would possibly have been um, greater singles. I mean, some, some, I mean, quite a lot were, were released as singles and had remixes done. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Things like cyclic. I mean, yes. Yes. Mm. I, quite often we were, we would things that, that weren't a, a formal sort of commercial type singles. We'd release as 12 inches yes. and do dance remixes of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's but, a good way to get it out. Yeah. So it got yes. it out there in another format. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we don't have any pangs. Do we? we don't really have any real pangs. Or I wish that. Oh, we, I mean, we. I wish that Lovely More had done better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's that's why I would say that, you know. And yeah, so looking but, at you as but, well. But then, unfortunately, we've been better known. Which it might have been, it's been rather nice that we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it just depends on what kind of level of, of fame you're yeah. dealing with. But but I think yeah. I'm just the fact that it, I think Love You More did quite well in Canada. Oh, it did. Yes, yeah. in in the UK, they it got um, it, it, as far as charts and radio is concerned, it, it rather got buried, mm. um, which was it uh, because um, it's a bit of a it's, it's sort of it's not a long story, but it's a short story. But basically, um, would you like to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, so, so when, when it was released. The record company were delighted because I think they get these midweek chart positions. So after a few days of release, it they can tell where it's going to be at the end of the week. Oh, okay. And they were um, I they, they, they were full of uh, way because 
basically it was looking like it was well into the top 20 of the UK charts and possibly even in the top 10. And they were so pleased that the uh, our A and R girl, and we had, a, we had an A and R girl at the company dealing with us. She was so chuffed. She flew up to Scotland where we were gigging because yeah. we were always gigging <laughs> in Scotland. And, we, <laughs> and she came to the hotel we were staying at, and we all sat round in the bar around a radio to listen to the chart yes, count, yes. countdown. Yes. Um, and it was the most awful moment because it, they counted down through thirty, and we got to twenty. And top, it top, was really? like, oh, wow, yes, we're in the 20. You know, mm. And they counted down 20, 19, 18, 17, 16. By 15, we were going, oh, I don't believe it. You know, we're going to make the top 10. We got to 10, and we were starting to get a bit concerned. 10, 9, 8, 7. And at that point, the, the girl from the record company said, I've got to make a phone call. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. And um, she went and called, and they'd kicked us out of the charts. Wow. The, the they they kicked us out of the charts because so many records had been, or what they claimed the reason was, they claimed the reason was that uh, the records had been sold in lots of specialist shops. Mm. Well, of course they would be. Mainly, well, college dog in the shops. South East and Essex. Dog, mm. dog shops yeah. and shops where we toured. Mm. So they said, because it's all in certain shops and you've sold so many in certain shops, we think the record, there's a cheat going on. So they kicked us out of the charts. Yep. Um, there, wow. Was there any way to prove that that wasn't like no, what was going on? Well, the record company, who was Sony, obviously kicked up a big stink. And the following week, they allowed us back in. But 20, the, but, number 23, I, mean, I think. It was number yeah, 23. Yeah. But the impetus had been lost. Um, and they weren't playing it on national radio. They banned it from national radio. They weren't playing any dance music. Yeah. On the on on yeah. our radio national yeah. radio one. Yeah. So there was yeah. our biggest song, which should have been a top ten, top five hit in the UK, and it wasn't. So it was um, yeah. from the career point of view, it was it was a pretty big setback. From from yes. a personal point of view, it was great because uh, still no one recognised us in the street. Oh, no, <laughs> we had been followed down Oxford Street in London and our local high street. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit worrying, so yeah. I don't, don't like that. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. But still, I'm, I'm glad you, you know, you guys are so positive. I mean, like, that would have been a frustrating situation, but yeah, it looks like yeah. you've made good things out of it, which is well, oh, yeah. wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let the 
after these messages, we'll be right back. Dope Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind-the-scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So please join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Danita Stokes, president of HAG. It's bad enough that Sega Genesis has the most 16-bit games, but this new Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, he really duffed my doilies. They say he's incredibly fast. Well, what's the hurry, mister? Hmm? And about his attitude. Smarty pants. Why can't it be more like that nice boy, Mario? Oh! Little brat! Now. Get Sonic free when you buy a Sega Genesis system at its new price of Yeah, and Paul being the core of the group, and you've had some different members come and join throughout 
the, the, the course of time. What has kept the two of you together making music? We got married. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm there married. You <laughs> so you work together you, and, and you're married. And so you're just, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. We, yeah. We're still together. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I think. <laughs> I suppose I've, we have different talents which complement each other really well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can't read music, I can't arrange, I can't hear when things are in tune. Um, uh, that's all the thing, you know, there's plenty of other things I can't do. Um, uh, you can do, you, you can, you can do it all. <laughs> but no, we have different skills and we've learned over a long time, you know, uh, well, they just work together. Yes, you know? it's probably kept us together, really. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That, so yes. it's a very, it's a good thing. Yes, uh, and at the same time, we both have similar um, perspective on life in general. So. Yeah. I think as in a musical situation, being in a band, you if you're if everyone in that band does doesn't have the exact same goals, it won't work. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because everyone, if they have their own agenda, that's not going to last for them, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And um, I mean, some of the people we've worked with, you know, some of the original band members, um, I think we did have the same goals and the same mindset because we're still all friends. Mm, that's good. But, um, and, uh, but we weren't at the time. <laughs> well, you fall out, you know, it's, it's quite it's a high-intensity thing. Oh. You've got to fit incredibly well. Yes, to, I mean, when you're doing that yeah. many, you know, a yeah. lot, lot of dates crammed on a tour bus, mm. it can wear everyone down after yeah. a while. Oh, but absolutely. we have our longest-term mm. longest uh, sort of member is uh, our percussionist, and he's been with us for years and years and years yes. and years. And, and, and we just get on really, really well together. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, we still still know and see all the other others who've worked with us. Yeah. Mm. Did when the internet came out, like what for early '90s when people started going online? Did you guys embrace the internet when it came out in those stages, or was well, it yeah, you came into later? Well, we did, but but um, no, we did because we were. In fact, someone said to us, we were one of the first bands with a website. But it wasn't us, it was some fans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had no idea what was going on, really. Well, we did. We were in contact with them. Yes. There, was, uh, there was a, a particular guy uh, called Adam who. Uh, oh, yes, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Um, who I think lives in Vancouver now. He's either mm. Vancouver or Seattle. Mm. Yeah. Or oh, maybe he's moved. Yeah, I think he's, he's, that, he's out that way. Yeah. Um, and he contacted us and said, look, you know, the internet's happening. And I said, yeah, we know about this because we into computers and all that and he said well i'll create a website for you and i think he created the first one yeah well what what year was that was that well, late 90s no no it was uh, sort of by 94 95 mm. which was quite ahead of everyone else yeah well it was a bit of a... really starting to pick up yes yeah, yeah 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 um and we've been lucky we've had various people since who've picked up the the torch and run with it you know we've had two other people do that and we have a discography site which is run by a, a fat, uh, you know a long-term fan which is excellent it's got every record on there every 
thing. Um, wow. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but we're not we're, we're not actually that great at doing that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, because, no, well, we'd love to be. <laughs> well, as you probably noticed, the time it takes me to respond to a message on Facebook. <laughs> oh no, you're fantastic. Trust me. Oh. And the thing is, you you're doing your own social media, are you? Because that's nice. Yeah. That's really nice when yeah. the artist does handles their own social media for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, are there any collaborations you would love to make with other artists? Oh, oh well, there's always people you would admire and would mm. love to work with. You know? Like a uh, like a dream song. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about your um yeah. what? <laughs> if not Max Cooper then Max Cooper or uh, John Hopkins yeah. um um or Liz Fraser. Um she used to sing with the Copto twins. I think she she just got another single out at the moment. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a diff different name, yes. Yeah. She's got a wonderful voice. I'd like to sort of write something for her. Yeah. 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 And there's a guy called Solo Stone. He's very musical. Um, um, I've sung for him and he's done some remixes for us. It's a chance so, producer. Yeah, yeah. And so I, yeah. I feel I feel that's probably the first one. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We've discussed with him about doing yeah. the collaboration. So that'll probably be the first one. Yeah. That's fantastic. I hope that's something that comes to fruition soon too. I'd love to hear it. We'd like to share clips of some of the music that you've released on the show. So from those songs you mentioned earlier, the ones that were uh, album cuts, I would love to share some clips of those. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So everyone gets a chance to hear. Um, now, what are some of the favorite things about your country and where would you tell someone to visit who is just coming there as a tourist? Like a, don't come in the wintertime. <laughs> Trust me, I'm Canadian. I say that all the time. Uh, yeah. Um, the English summer the, in a British summer is fantastic. If you've got some warm days, it is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, there's, there's, there's lots of places. Um, London, I mean, London is, is a great place to visit. And, 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 and there's a, a wealth of interest and extraordinary things in London. It's uh, it's sort of history. Cut, uh, it's like someone's taken a knife to a city and chopped a bit off here and left a bit of history there and then chopped another bit off there and then has stuck a horrible office block from the 70s there and then go, oh, we should tell that. <laughs> so yeah, you, every, it's a bit of a mix of, of different eras. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so that you know, London really is... I hate to be so London centric. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but then almost every part, it's a strange island because almost anywhere you go, the scenery changes dramatically quite, quite quickly. And there's something of interest. So, uh, yes. The coastline is, is fantastic too. Oh, it's wow. Interesting. A Devon and Cornwall and uh, Nor- Norfolk coastline. And uh, the lakes as well are gorgeous. The lakes, yes. the Lake District, yeah. yeah. yeah Wales and Scotland also. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much to take in that if you were to travel yeah. there, you'd have to make sure you spend a lot of time. Yes. Yeah, fortunately, everything's quite close. That's the funny thing. I mean, it's um, in the time that we could drive to the north of England, 
it's about the same time you drive from the outskirts of Vancouver into the city centre. So, <laughs> oh my goodness! It, I, I mean, it really is. This place is so small. I think that's one thing. If I ever get to go to Europe, that I'll find fascinating is how close everything is. Yes. Coming from coming from Canada, where it takes it, forever yeah. to get to yeah. the next city. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're closer to Paris than we are to Edinburgh. Yes. Um, wow. Where we live here. Um, and yet, Edinburgh's really not that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kidding. So, what are your current projects? What are you working on now? What do you have released and coming up? Uh, we're doing some gigs this this year we've, you know, we've done some some um in small intimate gigs we've, do, we've got some um we've got a big one this this weekend is it two thousand people it holds that yeah, place yeah. um festivals um and other small uh, clubs as well so we're sort of dotting around with the with uh with uh, a few gigs um and i'm starting a new album it might just come out as an ep yes <laughs> Oh, it'll be an album. <laughs> but, um, yes, it's starting to form. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And, uh, actually, we we've got a gig in July, a festival gig, which is is quite special because it's the thirtieth anniversary of the week that Lovely More was released. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, which is just perfect. Uh, the, the, uh, the the week that we sat in the yes. hotel in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, so that's really great fun. And it's also with a, a band um, also appearing or a band called Jesus Jones. I remember them. Yes. Who we toured with. Yes. So they're also on at the festival and it's mm-hmm. the anniversary. So um, so we're organising a bit of a special appearance. Mm-hmm. Aren't we? We've got the all our original road crew coming back to drive and act as road crew. Um, oh. Fortunately, Fortunately, they're all still quite fit. Yes. And um, <laughs> we've got most of the original band from yeah. the early 90s joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're all going to go up and play this festival and have a big party. So, <laughs> so that's <laughs> what we cel- Get to celebrate the legacy of the band together. And that's going to be a yeah. good time. Yeah, yeah. Great fun. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm looking forward to that for you. And um, I want to thank you so much for being on Dope Nostalgia today. Before we wrap things up, I always like to ask people, um, when you t- think about the 90s, what food, clothing, item, fashion trend, even a toy would make you nostalgic for the 90s? Hmm. I still like my hoodies. Yes. My- yes I'm still- <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, i <into> it. <laughs> I still like my, my hoodies. Yeah, yeah. Hoodies. I, I miss the clubs, the scatty clubs that we used to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, Food. I, I can tell you something we don't miss, which was <laughs> pizzas. When we were touring, uh, almost every promoter would feed us with pizzas. And... We ate so many pizzas, didn't we? Guess what? My, fa- my not my fat, my that you can't even yes, look I, at a pizza. I can't even anymore. look at a pizza anymore. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Like it's yeah. too much of a good thing. It's not good yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was the easy option for promoters to to get a big bo- load of pizzas and stick them in the dressing room. So <laughs> that's <yeah>. just lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I don't blame you. And sometimes you just want to eat something with maybe some vegetables or like, you know, a home cooked meal, possibly. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that was that. Um, yeah. What have we done? Food. Yeah. Clothing. Toys. Toys. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, your uh, thing on the bus. The uh, what did you use? To oh, play? Ga- uh, Game Boy. Yeah. Game no. Boy. Tetris. Te- Tetris. Oh, that yeah. used to come down before gigs. I used to play Tetris. What about the little chap who ran along and went? You had to. Oh, that was a um, Super, Super Mario. Mario. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Because Game Boys were so big, and like, what? A, yeah, even with like how we play games on our phones now, it was just that um, stress relief. Yes, yeah. it was just good to wind down and play for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you both, Paul and Lucia, for being here, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you, and you, yeah, great, brilliant. Thank you very much, Naomi. Thank, thank you. you for sharing with me today. for a second you know you can follow us on twitter at nostalgia dope instagram at dope underscore nostalgia visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785 this podcast is licensed by socan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work